Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Cy Brown. I'm so happy to be hanging out with you. If you're hearing a little bit of noise in the background, I'm literally at Starbucks. <laughs> I was out running. Um, you guys know yesterday I took my um, family Christmas pictures, and they came out pretty nice. We didn't get the CD, so I don't know. Maybe I can scan it and then upload it and then load it to my blog so you guys can see it. But, yeah, we did the corny um, family Christmas picture in front of the Christmas tree. And you know what? That was my gift from my family. That is all I wanted. Nobody wanted to do it. And when I saw my husband take a white shirt out of the closet, I'm like, yes, he's going to get in the picture. (laughs) So we took our Christmas picture yesterday, so I'm pretty psyched about that. Um, But today I'm out running last-minute errands, and I said, oh, look at the time. Oh, my goodness, it's almost 12 o'clock. So I said, let me just find a Starbucks. I have a tall coffee, and I got some flavor of the, you know, flavor of the day. I don't even know which one it is. I just said, give me something Christmas. I found a nice corner, um, let everybody around me know, listen, I'm getting ready to host a radio show, actually a, 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 a quick podcast. And uh, so if you hear me talking, uh, just, you know, either listen in, join the conversation, and everybody in Starbucks is, like, really cool about it. So uh, I wanted to share that with you, just in case you hear, like, a little bit of noise in the background. Well... Today, as I promised, um, I am going to continue our discussion about this health care reform bill, Um, reform bill being the operative word. Um, But before I do that, I wanted to know if anybody else um, heard how there um, has been the housing market is improving. Um, I've been hearing, and I've heard it more than once, you know, you, you hear it from one source and you're like, okay, whatever. But I've, I'm watching as I'm perusing um, my channels, my news channels, that the housing market is starting to pick up. Um, and I think we need to be cautiously optimistic and we want to be really careful because, as I'm sure many of you know, that numbers can always be skewed to read the way the person disseminating the numbers want them to be interpreted. So let's just be really careful because what I think is going to happen is that we're going to hear that the housing market, there's activity in the housing market, and then all of a sudden that's going to lead into um, uh, construction is picking up, and then all of a sudden a couple months later we'll hear that, you know, people are hiring, or we can read that as um, unemployment applications are decreasing, so we're not bleeding as quickly and profusely as we were. So just be really careful because, um, you know, I'm starting to hear grumbling that the recession is over, um, and we just have to watch how the money is being disseminated, the correlation between that and health care. And don't forget, I just mentioned um, last week on my blog about this whole thing about unemployment and the unemployment numbers. So really be careful about how we read into those numbers and the impact that it has on you. And also I blogged about welfare and how some states are now trying to mandate uh, drug tests prior to application, no, drug tests in order to be approved. And one state is uh, mandating a 40-hour class before you can even apply. So we know these are all tactics that will be used and are being used to preclude people from getting government money because the states are being drained financially. They don't have the tax revenue coming in. Um, and then, of course, uh, I think it was, what, like 94 or 95 or something like that, When they, I can't remember off the top of my head, when they did the contract with America and welfare reform was signed. 
I read, I think it was in the Times, where there has been a steady decline in the roles of welfare. Well, yeah, of course, if you make it damn near impossible for people to apply and receive benefits, of course we can cheer and tout and say all these lazy people that are on welfare aren't on welfare anymore. But you know what? There's not, it's just not lazy people on welfare. There are people that really are hungry, and that's their lifeline. And you know what? In the state of New Jersey, 322 a month with one kid may not be a lot for some people, but you know what? It's the difference between feeding a kid, helping pay your Section 8 rent, or just putting food on your table. So, you know, let's, let's not be so um, loosey-goosey with our thoughts and, and, and the blanket statements that, that we make. Um, so I did have to mention that. But I want to move on to, to health care reform and just, you know, where we are. I, if you haven't heard, I'm here to share with you that they will be voting um, tomorrow, and they will be voting to put this into law. One of the things I don't think I know, I didn't know, and I'm so cautious with my words because I never want to overstate anything, but from what I'm understanding, this will not be implemented for like another three or four years anyway. So even though there's this symbolic end of year, Barack Obama's first year, he did something, he can do it, the pressure is mounting, we did get something done that the past seven presidents were unable to do, it's still not going to take effect for another couple of years, number one. Number two, I still don't see how we're going to pay for it. And yesterday I saw Senator Maxine Waters on television, and she was saying she doesn't even know what's in the bill. How about that? And I think that's happening with a lot of um, – our politicians and a lot of our elected officials, that it's gone back and forth so much, they don't even know what the hell they're voting for. How about that? I mean, the documents that come out of Washington, these 1,000, 2,000, 3,000-page documents, remember Ken Starr and the Starr Report and the Monica Lewinsky scandal? That thing is like a, a you know, when, when, when we used to have the encyclopedias in your house, it's probably like four or five you know, books back together. Do we really expect our elected officials to read this? Please, they're too busy um, hanging out with lobbyists. So, you know, we have to be really careful. And quite honestly, I don't even think they know what they're voting for. How about that? I really don't think they do. Because for, and she's not the first one, Senator Maxine Waters is not the first one that I saw come on TV and say that they're unsure about what's in this bill. So how can they pass it? and then so expeditiously put it on our esteemed president's desk and then have him sign it. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to rant and I'm not trying to whine. It's just disheartening because last year in our country there was, we elected someone with such fervor and such energy and we want to see things done and we want to make things happen. And you know something? The more I look at it and the more I pull back the layers of the onion, it just stinks. It just really stinks. I've got two kids that can't get jobs. People that normally would avail jobs to teenagers, regular working people are taking these jobs. So, I mean, I, I just don't know. But as it relates to this whole, whole health care um, bill, uh, we have to wait and see. Tomorrow they're supposed to vote on it, and, and, and there's probably, you know, going to be some amazing photo ops. And we're going to use that as our segue into the holiday season, and we're going to use that as, you know, great talking points as we enter into the new year, um, that in 2009 we were able to pass um, sweeping health care reform, and now 30 million Americans will now have health care. Well, 
you know, I, I just tell my listeners, and you all are such smart people, just do your homework. Search, Google, cross-reference, um, and let's see what really happens. And, and really, if you, if you look at it, this is a chance for compromise between the American public and the insurance industries, and I'm really, really hoping that the insurance industry um, doesn't make a mockery out of, out of the citizens of this country and out of our elected officials, because what's happening is, they can, the insurance companies can really start to take advantage. And if you even look, here's one more piece I want to add before I run out of time. Insurance, the, the benefit of insurance is the one thing that is not taxed as part of your compensation plan. They're looking to tax that as well. So now if your company provides health insurance, that technically is part of your compensation, and they're looking to tax that. I mean, it, it, there's just so many things that are underlying and so many things that are written or or non said or not said that I think we just really have to look. And, and I, I don't want to seem like a wet blanket, but let's just really be careful what we're rallying behind. And I really am glad and I really am grateful that more people will have insurance, but at what cost? So let's see where it's going and let's see what provisions stay in, what you know, let's see what goes out, and uh, let's let's really see uh, what's going on, you know. So, anyway, on that note, I'm going to get back to my coffee, and hit me up. Send me a text message. Check out my blog. Oh, let me tell you one more thing really quickly. On my blog today, I posted something that I found online, a story that I found online coming out of North Carolina, I believe it was. There was this actor, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, who was a great actor, da-da-da-da-da, fell into drugs, alcoholism, crackhead, lost his job, but the, the, the core of his story is how he said he could not live the lie anymore, and that's what was striking to me. I, I literally copied and pasted the news article, and I did give credit because I, I know plagiarism is illegal, but I put it up there because it really speaks volumes of, of how we, we mask who we really, really are. And I did that for so many years. And I don't have the energy, the patience, or um, the tenacity to, to continue on that route. So when I found the story, here's a guy that was perceived to be on top, who's now on Skid Row, trying to rebuild his life, all because of the lie that was forced upon him and he chose to accept. So read it. It's on my blog. Cy Brown. Just go to CyBrown.com and you can check it out. It's the very first story. I posted it early this morning. And I hope you enjoy it. Put your comments on the blog. Um, send me text messages. I love to hear from you all. And I will see you tomorrow. I'm playing Christmas music tomorrow and Friday. So I'm so excited to share Christmas with everybody. Thank you for an amazing 2009. And I'll see you tomorrow as well. It's your girl Cy Brown. Check it in for LifeRemixRadio.com. Peace.